0: star country 99.7 you're tuned in here to the funny farm and i've got someone very special on the line here now maybe you've never heard of rob paulson but let me tell you you have heard him i mean voices like the original raphael from teenage mutant ninja turtles yakko warner from animaniacs pinky from pinky in the brain good morning rob how are you doing
1: Hello, Lisa from the water tower. I can see y'all
0: all the way down to Tejas. Tower. I can see you. Oh boy, I love it. I love it. You know, I uh, had the chance to go visit Warner Brother Studio a couple years ago, oh. and when I saw that big water tower, I immediately thought of Animaniacs.
1: <laughs> Isn't that interesting? Um, firstly, thank you so much for having me on your show and and uh, and even paying attention all these year, uh, years. But I, I had um, a pretty remarkable experience years ago, probably. Ten years ago at the Wonder Brothers Lot, I was working there, and I, uh, as you know, obviously they yeah. have a studio tour. And I swear to God, I walked by the water tower, and the young man, uh, you know, was talking to the group on his little tram, and said, "And guess who lives up there?" And I could not resist, and I said, "That would be me." <laughs> and, um, and of course, the people looked at me as they should have, like, "What this this poor man is talking in funny voices?" And then. One thing led to another, and they knew that I was the real deal. And, it, and what was so wonderful is that perfect confluence of uh, of reality, quote-unquote, and childhood just, like, exploded. And it was this marvelous experience with all these people going, oh, my God, it's Yakko Warner. He looks like my dad. Weird. <laughs>
0: I mean, it really is cool. You know, I, I did a deep dive. I'm I'm an 80s baby, so I was a huge Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle fan. Uh, oh, good. No offense. I love Michelangelo. Sorry. But
1: That's all right. <laughs> I, just talk, I literally, literally just spoke to Townsend Coleman yesterday. It was Michelangelo. He's, uh, we're all still very close.
0: That's great. I love to, I love yeah. to hear that, that you guys all still chat, and, uh, and I, I'm sure probably do some of the Comic Cons together.
1: Oh, my goodness. All the time. In fact, we're fixing to do a uh, – Uh, a live signing online coming up here soon and, um, you know, autograph thing. And it's, it's uh, like anything else. uh, We've all been thrown this ridiculously difficult curveball. but um, there are so many smart, ingenious people out there who really want to essentially do a COVID con, if you will. And um, so people say, Hey man, the turtles are a big deal. And I swear to God, they really are, especially the, the old school one. Um the great part about our gig is that nobody cares what we look like because once we start, you know, riffing as turtles and saying, Shredder, you tin faced geek, get back here and case cold turtle steal or whatever <laughs> it is. Um people do what you're doing right now. They just smile and then often is a, a glorious, you know, uh, um, immediate transportive uh, experience to their childhood and uh, yeah, we do a lot of events together, and it's so much fun. There is zero downside to it, Lisa. It's wonderful.
0: Well, I'm happy to hear that, you know, like you said, with the curveball we've been thrown, uh, everyone's kind of adapting and trying to find out new things they mm-hmm. can do. So uh, do you know how people can be a part of this COVID con yet?
1: Oh, my goodness. Well, I'll tell you what. The best thing to do is probably follow me on social media because I blast all that stuff out. Okay. Um, that, uh, may I give that to you now, or do you want to provide that later? Hey,
0: we'll do it twice. <laughs>
1: Great. Okay. Well, my Twitter feed is at Yakko Pinky, Y-A-K-K-O-P-I-N-K-Y, um, which is because I'm Yakko and Pinky. You, you see what I did there? <laughs> um, and uh, Rob underscore Paulson, P-A-U-L-S-E-N on Instagram. And uh, there are some ways that you can follow me and uh, I'll put up all the information with respect to our little uh, turtle event, which, re- you know, during their- our COVID con thing.
0: Okay. That's Yeah, I mean, uh, like I said, doing a deep dive. I went on IMDb just looking at you know the list of characters that you've played. Like I said, we've mentioned all your big ones that everyone knows, but I was a huge fan of the Snorks growing up. Oh my! I don't know if you hear that very often, but
1: (laughs) how about that the Snorks? That was essentially uh, Smurfs underwater. Yes, (laughs) which was great, you know. (laughs) Um, In fact, one of the one of the main Snorks, as I recall, was also. Barry Gordon, who is Donatello on the original Turtles. And uh, we do cross-pollinate an awful lot. Um, And that's, again, the cool thing about this gig. You know, when you're an actor, especially a non-celebrity talent, uh, and and make no mistake, I'm good at my job, but it's the characters that are famous. Mm -hmm. And I don't draw them, and I don't write them. I'm an important part of it, but no more so than anyone else. Um, But uh, the glorious thing about this gig is that I can work all the time and pretty much until I either die or I can't think or speak anymore. <laughs> and um, and I've been able to do it in Fulham since I was, I don't know, 27 or 28 years old. And at that time, it didn't matter that I had uh, this lovely head of hair and I was 28 years old. And now it doesn't matter that I have this lovely head of white <laughs> hair and I'm 63 years old. I still get to go to work every day and and do things that essentially got me in trouble in high school. I'm a lucky man.
0: <laughs> I always tell people when they ask me, uh, like, what got you into this? I like to talk a lot. And, well, I found something I oh. could do that at. So.
1: <laughs> hey, man. It, it wasn't an accident that they call me Yakko. I haven't shut up since you got me on the air. <laughs> um, so, no, I get it. And, and you're very good at it. And, and uh, you know um, – well, you get it because you're an entertainer. And so – when people meet you at events, or you go to a mall, or you go to a, a fundraiser, you, people just smile. They just enjoy what you do, and it gives them a lift. Morning drive, um, you know, depending upon the way you uh, um, interpret it, you, you're, you're, dri- you're either driving yourself to work, driving yourself crazy. <laughs> you have to have the drive to get up, going. It's it's you provide uh, a respite in in our little metal boxes, and um, and so. You get the same thing I do. When people meet you, it makes them smile. And uh, and I'm, I am I could not be more grateful.
0: It's a cool feeling. Now, Rob, you have voiced so many characters throughout your career. Do you happen to have one that you hold near and dear to your heart that might be your favorite?
1: Well, my favorite character today is probably the next one because it means I'm still working. But, uh, <laughs> uh, it, it, you know, I have had an embarrassment of riches between Yakko and Pinky. Animaniacs was great because I was a singer before I was anything else. And I got to sing a lot of fabulous Timeless songs with a giant orchestra, um, which is what happens when you get to work with Steven Spielberg. Um, but Pinky, because of Maurice LaMarche, my, my friend the brain, um, profoundly gifted actor, makes me way better. But Ninja Turtles, I got to be Raphael, as you mentioned, but then 25 years later, I got to be Donatello on another version of Nickelodeon. Um, and then I did this really fun character named Carl Weezer from Jimmy Neutron, who for some reason, people still like them, and I'm just glad I don't look like them. That's all. But um, <laughs> I honestly, I have had way more than my share, and um, and I'm experiencing my own renaissance again with Mr. Spielberg because the King of Hollywood himself has decided it's time to do Pinky and the Brain and Animaniacs again for Hulu this fall. Yes. So how about that, Lisa?
0: That's so exciting. That never
1: happens never and when you think about it um you know bugs is 70 or 80 years old and there are lots of incredibly gifted actors doing what mel blank started you know three seven decades ago but to be able to do shows that have become i think arguably iconic with uh, at least two generations of fans uh, from you know that were clean sheets of paper when they were uh, upon the, the world 25 years ago, to get to do them again with Mr. Spielberg and my castmates uh, in one actor's lifetime with a hugely larger audience is such a unique experience, and uh, with these new platforms, you know, Hulu especially. So I am doing it again, and I am just a blue-collar worker in the Dream Factory, but boy, I am... Uh, I I. Couldn't even pick which character. He picked any one of the above. Would be lovely <laughs> if I got to do it for the rest of my life. Fantastic. Well,
0: it is. It is awesome that Animaniacs is being rebooted, mm-hmm. like you mentioned. Um, because it, kind of same thing with Ninja Turtles. The everyone that mm-hmm. grew up watching these characters, they get to rewatch them again now in a whole new way with their kids. Oh my
1: god! It's, that's exactly right. And I have to tell you, well, we touched on it earlier when, when Townsend Coleman, Cam Clark, Barry Gordon, and myself—the four OG TMNT, as it were. Go to an event. Uh, it is not, and I promise you, it is not a bunch of eight-year-olds. It's a bunch of thirty-eight-year-olds <laughs> who come and bring their eight-year-olds, and it is just remarkable to see how not only how people respond to the four guys riffing or doing a Q and A or a big panel at whatever you know, New York Comic Con, whatever, but. The stories, Lisa, that we hear about the extent to which people connect with these characters on the deepest, most profound level, uh, at at the very least, it makes people joyful and nostalgic. Then you run into people who say, you know, Mr. Paulson, I was in the uh, foster home system, and uh, from the time I was six months old till I was 18, I went to six different homes, and life was pretty difficult, but as long as there was a TV, I could watch Animaniacs or The Tick or Pinky in the Brain, or Ninja Turtles, and I'm fine now, and here are my kids, and we oh. all love turtles, but you will never know what Ninja Turtles meant to this person. And it, it is something I, I never would have known, were it not for nice people like you to ha- have me on and talk about it and to go to these live events that are, you know, so before the COVID thing were so ubiquitous that mm-hmm. there was virtually a convention every weekend somewhere, and I would come home, Uh, from three days of saying thank you and utterly exhausted by the 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 most wonderful experience so I'm telling you, I've learned a lot in my in my old age about these characters are way bigger to me than a paycheck or an action <laughs> figure. It's pretty it's pretty remarkable. Oh really. yeah,
0: you you never know how you're gonna touch somebody with one of these characters.
1: Never. it's incredible.
0: You were talking about touring around and doing like a lot of these cons and these shows. Uh, one of the shows that you guys were doing was the Animaniacs in concert, which sadly oh, yeah. sadly had to get canceled in the Woodlands because of COVID 19. So we're we're really hoping right. you can reschedule that one.
1: Well, we're gonna. Uh, in fact, Randy Rogel is my partner who wrote most of those great Animaniac songs. In fact, you know, we do 20 of them uh, with the live show, which is pretty fabulous because we have a giant screen behind us. And, of course, the music starts up and I start singing United States, Canada, Mexico, Panama, Haiti, Jamaica, Peru. And <laughs> and it's. i got to tell you, everybody does what you're doing right now. But when you see it done, you know, and all the music is coming from the stage in sync with the big screen... It's a pretty cool parlor trick, I got to tell you. It's it's even obviously it's fun for me, but it's really really wonderful to watch the audience. They just flip out. And um, Randy's music, you know, in our business, here we're all in the same business here, and people throw the word genius around pretty pretty easily. But I got to tell you, man, I live in Hollywood. You can throw a dart and hit a good singer, and and I'm good at my job. But you can't throw a dart and hit people who can write stuff like Randy wrote. And he's still writing it at an incredibly high level. Um, And those songs are utterly timeless. So um, we are definitely rescheduling. And we're having a chat today with our uh, agency about doing that very thing. And we're very disappointed. But the great thing is that because we live in the circumstance we do, we have this technology in which you can just, you know, stop listening to this knucklehead ramble after your show and go click on Animaniacs and go, wow, that that was pretty good stuff. (laughs) So... um, when we come back and we'll also be talking about, you know, next year we'll be doing stuff from the new show and uh, there's a lot to look forward to um, when this is over. And, you know, it may have just, it may just changed the, the way we kind of live our lives, but people will always need to do what, or listen to what you do and hopefully listen to what I do. And we'll always be looking for a way to kind of uh, laugh a little extra loud and, and laugh from their soul two or three times a day and, Hopefully, we can help them do that.
0: Everyone needs a little laughter in their life, and that's mm-hmm. that's what I love. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, we are talking to Rob Paulson here on the Funny Farm. Now, Rob, since you are half of the Ninja Turtles, I do have one question for you. What's your favorite pizza topping?
1: Oh, hot fudge, marshmallow, tuna fish, and Doritos for sure, <laughs> without question. It's uh, <clears throat> it's something that my girlfriend April O'Neill, and by the way, in the in the iteration which I was Donatello, April was was a uh, a, a contemporary. With whom Donnie had this um, obviously unrequited romance, and it was delightful to see that aspect of of uh, of uh, sort of you know forbidden love come Uh into the uh, the Ninja Turtle thing. And they were very smart to do that uh, in that 2012 iteration. Seth Green played Leo. I was Donnie. Sean Astin, uh, whom you guys know as Samwise Gamgee, played Rat. Raphael and Greg Sipes, who plays Beast Boy on Teen Titans, played Michelangelo. And um, the lovely Mae Whitman uh, played uh, April O'Neil. But it was really cool, and they garnered so many uh, young ladies, little girls, who became huge fans of the Turtles because of this delightful, sweet romance between Donnie and April. So, of course, our little girls start drawing artwork with April Tello. And, (laughs) oh, my God, it was just precious and very smart it was a very smart marketing tool as well but it added a completely different um sort of wrinkle in the turtle verse oh absolutely and i gotta tell you <clears throat> having been 50 percent of the ninja turtles as you suggested um that is one of those franchises that comes along rarely that is bulletproof you know like like bugs like looney tunes mm-hmm. uh there are half what half a dozen. TV versions of the show 6 or 7 features god knows how many uh, action figures 6 or 7 billion dollars in merchandise that's one of those things that is going to inspire young artists um to create their their version of the turtles for decades to come it's a very unique franchise
0: it really is and in and- Thanks to my parents for putting a lot of money into the to the franchise By with the all the way, toys. M-
1: listen, please thank your parents on my <laughs> behalf because as a result, your parents largesse. My kids' teeth are straight today. So oh thank yay. You. <laughs> yeah.
0: Rob, I wanna also talk to you a little bit about your book, Voice Lessons.
1: Oh, thank you. I um I was um uh, fortunate to write a book with my friend Mike Fleeman, who did all the heavy lifting. All I had to do was talk to a recording device and he made it readable um i had had very well-meaning fans for years look anytime an actor has anyone that's a fan who is not your mom or dad it's a big deal um but i had very well-meaning fans over the years saying wow you've had this remarkable career you should write a book look lisa <clears throat> in, in my view the last thing the world needs is another celebrity memoir especially from a non-celebrity as i said it's the characters who are famous however about uh, three years ago, I, I was going through a uh, pretty gnarly treatment for stage three throat cancer, and I'm fine, fine now, but it was uh, good. a bit of a, I didn't talk about a curveball, you know, for what I do for a living, it wasn't, uh, cancer's never a good thing, and everyone who's hearing this has had someone whom they love or their own selves um, deal with it. However, um, I was uh, given, it turns out, the gift of this experience, And I wrote a book. And um, the book is not a compendium of, and then I did, and then I did, and then you know me from, and then I won. Uh, It really is more about what we touched on earlier, is the joy, the profound, deep joy that these characters bring to people and have brought to people for decades. In my experience, uh, when I was diagnosed, I was much older than uh, the children who had had cancer or different horrible diseases that wanted to speak to Raphael or Pinky or yaka or Carl or just the characters whom I was lucky enough to perform. Um, and then the parents of many of these children who didn't make it uh, kept in touch with me uh, to let me know what it meant to them and their families, just what we talked about, um, that yeah. Raphael called their little girl or whatever. and And they still love these characters because of the joy it brought them collectively even after their sweet babies are gone, I swear to God, Lisa, I just, to this day, I do not know how people get through that. And I know there are people listening who have had, sadly, personal experience, and and it's impossible for me to comprehend. So when I had my cancer experience, I was able to draw on the joy and the laughter of these critters that just live in my head. And a lot of it, no, I'd say most of it, was due to these people reminding me about the power of joy. It turns, like, turns out that joy and kindness and empathy come from the most unexpected places, just like love. You just never know where it's going to show up. And if somebody told me at 25, look, when you're 59, you're going to get cancer in your throat, and um, you're going to be okay, because what you're fixing to do is going to unleash a lot of joy, but mostly it's going to come back and help you. Uh, how do you even quantify that gift? Mm-hmm. So. That's what the book is about, and I appreciate you bringing it up because it's an, it's an interesting book, particularly from that perspective. It's, it's really not about me um, because not one of those children or their families, as nice as they are to Rob Paulson, cared about the care in, in me at the time. They were grateful that I called, but it was really Raphael who the kids were talking to, <laughs> and they bought it hook, line, and sinker, and that, that's what makes it so special.
0: Oh, so, so cool. Well, we we're chatting to Rob Paulson here on the Funny Farm. Now, Rob, um, before I get out of here again, want to remind everybody mm-hmm. they can go pick up that book, Voice Lessons. You can get it on Amazon. And uh, yes. again, follow Rob on all of those platforms to find out when that COVID Con's going to be happening and just when everything's going to be going on uh, as far as with the Animaniacs in concert and everything else. Give them those socials again, Rob.
1: Thank you, Lisa. Yes, it is at, on Twitter, at Yakko Pinky, all lowercase, Y-A-K-K-O, P-I-N-K-Y. And, um, uh, yeah, Instagram, Rob underscore Paulson, P-A-U-L-S-E-N. And I forgot about, uh, Facebook as Rob Paulson, voice actor. And, uh, you will get far too much information that you would ever care to get about yours truly. But, um, we'll let you know when we're going to do, be doing autograph stuff and, Showing up and doing, as I said, Randy Rogel, my partner in Animaniacs in Concert, and I are talking with our uh, representation today about putting together online concerts, doing Animaniacs in Concert um, the different online platforms. So um, we are living that axiom that necessity is the mother of invention. People are coming up with clever ways to get our stuff out there. So um, we'll have a blast. And by the way, Lisa, you get free tickets to the Water Tower next time you're in Burbank. <laughs> Unless, of course, you're arrested getting on the lot, then you're on your own.
0: <clears throat> <laughs> I'll try my best not to not to do anything bad the next time I'm there.
1: <laughs> Fair enough.
0: I actually I actually had a trip planned there in in May, taking my mother there for the very first time. When oh and then, my goodness, and then all this happened. It was like oh no. Yeah. Um, but, well,
1: we're not going anywhere. <laughs> I, I mean, at the the whole business is is a little bit on hiatus right now. Not but. Um, We'll be here. And ain't, ain't nobody gonna shut down Warner Bros. forever. That's for sure.
0: No, 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 no. Well, Rob, again, thank you so much, Rob, Pinky, Yako, Raphael, all of you.
1: <laughs> thank you so much. All of us collectively say thank you. It's very, it's a real pleasure, and uh, and and thank you for, on behalf of your listeners, and and you know, all of us who who are grateful for Morning Drive uh, hosts. Thank you for what you do because. Um, you probably will never know what a, what a bright light you are and so many people who listen to you every day. It's, it's, uh, it's, you're a, you're doing a heroic thing out there, kiddo. So keep smiling.